Welcome in once again everyone, this is Chase Carrico with Spotlight Impressions, and uh, in this one I'm going to talk to you about Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs 38-24 victory over the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is kind of what I expected to happen here. It was hard to imagine the Bills being able to stop Patrick Mahomes, who looked pretty dang good in this one. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire coming off of an ankle and hip series of injuries, so he hadn't played in a while. This was his first career playoff game. He's a rookie for them. He's a running back. He was taken as the first running back off the board in this past draft uh, with the 32nd pick. So, of course, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They got the last pick in the draft. And with that first rounder, they took Edwards-Alaire off the board. And um, I mentioned in my last episode that this was a good draft for wide receivers. It was not a bad draft for running backs either. Got uh, DeAndre Swift up in Detroit, Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis, Cam Akers in Los Angeles, and uh, then Edward Delaire didn't necessarily even top that list. Even though he went number one, he's still exciting in that offense. I think he's going to be able to put up production. Uh, he was on that LSU national championship team with Joe Burrow and had a lot of production for them Uh, and I think they kind of ran a little bit of an NFL style offense which had Edwards layer ready for the NFL as he came in Um, he's a little bit undersized he's listed at 5'7 so he's kind of small even for uh, an adult human uh, let alone an athlete Um, but he's quick pretty athletic shifty I think he's able I've seen games where he's able to make people miss Um, This one first back from injury, he did not look incredible, uh, but I'll definitely go into what I saw him do in this one. Uh, So early in the game, on their first possession, he had a five-yard rush. That was really all he did on that first possession, Um, and that was his longest rush of the day. Um, He only had six rushes total for seven yards. He did have a touchdown and officially had two targets for one reception but no yards. Uh, So not a lot of statistical usage for him. He technically, as I saw, played more snaps offensively than Daryl Williams, but Daryl Williams out-touched and out-produced him in this game. Um, I am not surprised at all, though, with him coming back from injury and with, despite the Bills going up 9-0, the Chiefs being in control for really a long portion of this game, they didn't really need to rush Edwards Lair back with a bell cow kind of roll. Um, so I'll just go ahead and read off because they only had six carries. Here's what he did. Um, five yards, two yard loss, two yards, four yards, one yard, and a three yard loss. So, uh, two of his six carries went backwards and only two of them went for more than two yards. So not really inspiring work, although one of them was a one yard touchdown. Um, you can never... Well, I won't say never, but it's hard to criticize a touchdown play. Obviously, that's good. Um, and he did nothing wrong at all on there, but I think really any running back in the NFL would have scored this touchdown. It was a one-yarder, uh, very good blocking by the offensive line, and he was able to just quickly burst through a hole that the line made for him. He was pretty much untouched going into the end zone, but he got his first playoff touchdown in his first playoff game, so that's, that is exciting for him. Uh, The biggest thing that I saw in this game from him, so I'm really just skipping ahead to my impression of him, was his pass blocking was really developed for a rookie. That's usually the thing that I hear rookies struggle the most with, is the ability to be involved in the pass blocking game. Uh, So for your third down back, you want someone who can 
be a factor in the receiving game um, by catching the ball, but also by staying in the backfield and picking up blitzers or helping someone who got by an offensive lineman block and slow them down so that the quarterback has time back there and he was very good at that like I said he's undersized at 5'7 but I frequently saw him pick up blockers it seems like he made the reads on where he needed to be and uh, in the case the few cases that Mahomes kind of was under pressure when Allaire was back there he really was able to slow that down and keep Mahomes safe back there Uh, so I was very impressed with that and I think that bodes well for his ability to be on the field any down that they want him to be on. They didn't need him to be on the field all the time in this one. He and Daryl Williams had almost the same number of snaps, and they used Daryl Williams a lot more in the run game. But, uh, yeah, that was impressive to me. Like, uh, when I talked about Cam Akers, who had a much more statistically productive game, I don't think the Rams trust him to pass block. The Chiefs clearly are ready to give Clyde Edwards-Alaire a job blocking from Holmes there, and I think that's huge. Um... From what I had heard, Mahomes saw something in Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and that's part of why they wanted to get him in there um, in Kansas City, and that's why they used that draft capital on him. But it may have also been the team staff saying, hey, this guy might be able to help our franchise quarterback who, (laughs) through four seasons in the NFL, has been incredible. I don't need to talk about Mahomes on this podcast. Um... Yeah, so that that kind of really does it, does it for us here. Um, he was on the field a little bit in the second half, but really the last like 25 minutes of this game, he didn't have much. His uh, He officially had those two targets. Um, I think he's going to be good in the passing game. I, he had success in it throughout the course of the season. Um, one of those targets was kind of a throwaway. It was not catchable, so I, like, I was kind of surprised. It was also in the direction of Byron Pringle, so I wasn't really sure that Alaire was even going to be recorded as the target on that play. Um, and then the pass that he caught, he got rocked. Um, I thought I had it down as a one-yard loss, but officially it went down for no gain. Um, it was incredible that he both made the catch and held on to it without fumbling or anything. He got hit very hard as soon as the ball got to him. So um, that And that was the last time he touched the ball. <laughs> so maybe they were like, okay, this guy just came back from injury. Let's not let that happen again. We have this game under control. Um, let's make sure he's ready for the Super Bowl. I'll be interested to see how he does against the Buccaneers. He should be healthy for that one and might have a little bit more of an expanded role. Um, but So not a productive game from Edwards Alaire here, but I, I think he is going to be fun. I think he's going to be good going forward. Um, and then, so before we go, I always do my shout out and I I don't know how you pick anyone else other than the duo of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. They are incredible. This chief's offense is just unfair, especially if Edwards Lair turns into what a lot of people think he can be. Uh, wow. I mean, Mahomes is easily the best quarterback in the NFL. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL, and Tyreek Hill at least has a case for being the best receiver in the NFL. He's probably the most dangerous, at least. Uh, Both of them, both Hill and Kelsey, have over 100 yards in back-to-back games. First pair of teammates to do that in the playoffs ever. Um, They have 500 receiving yards combined between the two of them in the playoffs so far. That's good for a quarterback to have that many passing yards, let alone for that many to just go for to those two players. 
really incredible stuff from them. It is terrifying to watch this offense. Um, I think you're going to have to force turnovers if you want to have any chance. Um, so I think the Buccaneers defense is capable of doing that. I think we could be in store for a fun Super Bowl, and the narrative around Brady and Mahomes is definitely one to pay attention to. Uh, but I am afraid that the Chiefs are going to run away with it potentially and uh, I mean they have the habit of falling behind but by the end of the game I think the Chiefs will win it um, and I'm also kind of afraid of the Chiefs just going forward they might get expensive but that team is scary uh, so <laughs> after talking in awe about the Chiefs and uh, summing up Clyde Edwards Alaire mediocre performance to be honest uh that will do us for this one i haven't decided yet if i'm gonna do a podcast over the super bowl because i kind of want my full attention to be on that game and i usually take notes for these podcasts so um this might be my last football podcast for a little bit but don't worry i'll probably pick up some basketball and uh there aren't that many of you all listening anyway so uh you all as always take care